Greg and Fiona here. Welcome to part two of The Big Secret, How to Make Money Online. And in part one, we covered the three component parts of making money online. That is, you need to have a website first, offer a product for sale on it, and then the final part of that three-part equation is that you must get traffic to the website. And so it's the traffic part that we're going to cover right now. So as I said, it's the final piece and it involves getting targeted or qualified people to visit your website. And they are real people with a real problem, but in the industry they're known um, by the term traffic. And it goes without saying that a website is useless without having any traffic visiting it. So if you just imagine that your website's a shop in a small little town and it's built in a deserted street, do you think that you're going to get uh, many passes by coming to it. Uh, of course you're not, because as I say, and it's the same with a website in the big online world. Unless you give people a reason to come to your website or to visit your shop, they're just going to pass it by, and they're not even going to be aware that it exists. So, when you create a website, that traffic doesn't automatically turn up on your doorstep. You have to attract visitors, and you have to direct them to your site. Uh, quite a few of our coaching students, they sometimes worry about, they don't want to put up their website until it's complete and they worry about having to refine their content first and making their website look pretty and all that sort of thing. But unless they drive traffic to that site, nobody is going to see it. So they really don't have anything to worry about. Just because your site's live, it doesn't mean to say you're all of a sudden going to get an influx of visitors because you're not. And people even know, even like us, if you've got a website in your own name, like ours is Greg and Fiona Scott, um, people automatically think that it's going to be found. But unless people know that you've got a website, even if it's in your own name, and then it's live on the internet, no one is going to find it. So there's two main categories or two main ways to attract visitors to your website. And those two categories are free methods or almost three methods and paid methods now the beauty about paid traffic is that it's instant however the traffic only lasts for as long as you're paying for it stop paying and the flow of visitors stop instantaneously on the other hand free traffic takes a lot 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 longer to build momentum but it's also ongoing so the investment of time does pay off in the run in the long run and it's actually um, quite tricky to automatically stop free traffic once it starts flowing and what we're going to do we'll take you through the through some of the most common free and paid traffic generation techniques but first of, of all is one big word of advice and we say this to everybody is only ever attempt one strategy of generating traffic at, at a time. Otherwise, you're going to get overwhelmed. And we're really serious about this. Only concentrate on one method at a time so that you don't get confused and overwhelmed. You can focus on tweaking the method and testing it until it works really well. And you need to continue perfecting that one strategy until you generate at least five leads a day from it. So all the testing that you do is going to involve tweaking, compelling words and headlines. It's going to be playing around with graphics. Um, and ads, it's going to be creating box, uh, creating desirable text in your ads, all sorts of stuff like that. And once that strategy is perfected, it's going to take you a lot less time to continue implementing that strategy. So then you can outsource it 
and then you can move on to another traffic generation method. And then all you need to do after that is rinse and repeat. But just remember, only one traffic method at a time to give it your whole, complete, undivided att attention. And remember, follow one course until successful, and that absolutely applies here. So that doesn't mean just trying something, dabbling in it for a week, and then flitting off to something else. That means starting with something, giving it your whole undivided attention and sticking with it through thick and thin until you're managing to consistently generate five leads a day. And that's consistently five leads a day, day in, day out, month in, month out. So with that proviso in hand, hopefully since we've mentioned it a few times, you've got it just to stick to one traffic strategy at a time. Let's go on and learn what free traffic methods um, that we recommend and that we've used ourselves. So whatever free traffic method you choose first, um, actually, sorry, whether it's whatever traffic method you choose first, whether it's free or paid, um, please make the time to provide value to your prospective customers by giving them good, useful, information and this will pay off hugely in the long run because remember you're always trying to build and establish your brand and your reputation so the slowest way um, to build your list is by using free traffic and by building your list what we mean is that you get people to enter their name into um, uh, an email entry box or an opt-in box or a lead capture page, whatever you want to call it, they all mean the same thing. And then that, that email address is added to the list that you're building in your um, email list database or your autoresponder. So the slowest way to build your list is by using free traffic. And the biggest, biggest, biggest thing that you must understand before starting any free traffic strategy is that you must be consistent consistent if there's any big magic secret out there on the internet it's consistently consistency particularly when it comes to um, free traffic strategies so here's here's a quick summary of the most common free traffic generation strategies and we're going to start with article marketing because that's what we started with as well but we don't actually do that anymore so um, what is article marketing it's it's writing articles on your topic so, um, and the articles generally need to be about 400 or more words in length. Then you submit your article to an article directory, which you can easily find online. And um, it's a website where people go to read about the subject, their subject of choice. And that, now it sounds like a really good idea, but um, maybe about a year, year and a half ago, Google just went and blitzed all of the um, article marketing sites. So places like ezinearticles.com, they just got completely wiped out by Google um, because they didn't think that they were really adding value to their customers. So they went way, way down in their rankings, which is the reason why we don't use them anymore. Um, but you can still write articles. You just need to do it a different way. So one good way of actually um, doing article marketing is to do what's called guest blogging. So by guest blogging, we mean you're actually putting your content onto other people's blogs, so other authority blogs. So if there's some, some big blogs in your niche, um, if you approach people in the right way 
um, then you can get your articles on their site. And some of those sites will actually let you put out um, articles on their site as well. But the, the key thing to keep in mind if you're doing guest blogging is that you need to write valuable, compelling, and meaningful content that's going to work really well on their blog, on their um, website. So you can start off by searching Google for just whatever your search term is for your niche. So let's say it's weight loss. You can just look for weight loss blogs and then you can see on those websites if they want writers or if they want advertisers or anything like that. Be really positive about it when you approach them. Um, massaging their ego helps a bit. So, And it also really helps to get familiar with their site. Um, we've often had people asking us if they can write that, that our site's a good match for their furniture removal business or something like that and they want us to advertise furniture removal on our site well it's obvious that they haven't actually done um, any research whatsoever so um, just keep that in mind the more you know about this site the better you're going to get a, the better result you're going to get a really good way to start with um, guest blogging is to comment on their existing posts so you can um, and by commenting on their existing posts I don't mean saying nice post that's spam in our books unless the person's actually talking about the blog post and mentioning what's in it and offering their opinion. It's pretty irrelevant what they say, um, so it needs to be good quality stuff. So you, you can you can um, add your um, your knowledge to the the blog post. You can disagree with it. Even I'm not sure if that would get you a, an article published on the site or not, but they might it might open if, the, their eyes to something something else. If your opinion um, was was a valid disagreement yeah, exactly, and you yeah. justify it, then that's perfectly yeah. fine. So just keep keep them relevant, keep them interesting and informative, and you, that's kind of like a good way to introduce yourself to the person that owns that blog. So just um, so guest blogging is a pretty valid way, especially if you find a, a website that's got lots of traffic. Um, that can mean you know when you have one of your articles published on their blog or website, that could mean quite a bit of traffic for you. And and when you do get an article published, you also have to make sure that they allow you to have a link back to your own website. So of course that's the way that you're going to attract traffic for free. Even though you're investing your time to write a valuable informative um, article or um, blog post to go on someone else's authority site, you need to have a link back to yours so that people if they're interested in what you've written about, can go back to your website, find out more about you, and hopefully opt in in your opt-in box to your list in order to receive your free gift. So at least you then get them on your list so that you can stay in touch with them. So, so article marketing is still a valid, um, it's still a valid uh, strategy, but it's just that you have to go about it a different way, and you can't just like shove out hundreds of um, articles on spammy sort of websites. Uh, the next f kind of free marketing or free advertising that we recommend is video marketing. Um, one thing that most people have about, or a lot of people have about video marketing is that they're too scared to get in front of a camera. There's not actually anything really very scary about um, videoing yourself because when you do video yourself or film yourself, there's really only you and the camera in the room. There's no audience and it's up to you whether you actually post that so that people see it. So at the time that you're filming the video, there's really, you're, you're talking to a piece of machinery um, that doesn't answer back. <laughs> so videos are a really great way to get your personality across and also to um, impact others more effectively. Um, ha having said that though, you yeah. don't even need to be on camera yourself. 
Um, you can do PowerPoint or keynote presentations and screen capture are, are great ways to get your message across, particularly in how-to videos, you know, maybe how to do something in your autoresponder or how to resize an image or how to do a Facebook ad. Um, so those how-to videos um, are a great way to impart um, information or even to impart news um, about your niche. So, of course, the biggest video directory is youtube.com, Y-O-U-T-U-B-E.com. Um, but there are others, but with, what's the, what's the number of people on YouTube? It's YouTube like about 1.2 billion people um, are watching videos on YouTube. So, there's certainly, um, you know, a lot of interest that you can corner your market in. But you'll just need to have a clickable link in the description field of your video to direct viewers to your website. So how do you actually upload videos to YouTube? Well, it's actually really simple. You just do a search on YouTube to show you how to upload videos, but it's literally just a clicking one button sort of thing, and there's a few other little things you've got to do as well, but very simple. In fact, um, we've mentioned it before, but if you ever stuck to do anything technical like that then just do a search on YouTube and you're going to find hundreds of videos on it. So good strategy um, for video marketing is to record a really informative video so think of something like an interview with a popular um, or powerful person in your niche and the wonderful thing with doing that is that they do all the talking but only put the first five minutes of the interview on YouTube and then have a link going back to your website and invite the the viewers to actually watch the full interview by clicking the the link and going back to your website. So if you if you started watching an interview of someone that you really admired, you'd probably click through after four or five minutes to see how the rest of the interview goes as well. Um, we definitely would. So pretty simply, there's a simple human need for completion, and that's why that one works. We we actually did this with an interview of. Um, very popular British video marketer called Stuart Ross and that is actually still bringing us traffic for a video we done about three years ago. Oh, that's four years ago. Four years ago yeah. and it doesn't cost us anything so it's a really good good um, strategy. Um, it's a really big subject video marketing and it, and it could easily fill a book by itself but if you're interested in finding more about um, what camera we use and what equipment we use to then you can watch a video on our website um, it's called how to shoot high quality HD video on a budget and if you go to gregandfionascott.com forward slash shoot video so that's s-h-o-o-t-v-i-d-e-o -O -O -E so gregandfionascott.com forward slash shoot video and the next um, free traffic generation method that we want to talk about is Facebook and don't roll your eyes um, or if that was me that would mention to me about five years ago I certainly would have rolled my eyes um, I had this phobia about Facebook um, I've managed to get over it but that's because Facebook is primarily for building relationships and establishing your brand again by giving lots and lots of valuable information freely to the visitors to your profile and your page However, you can share your blog posts with your friends too, which of course leads them nicely to your website that's got an opt-in box on the right-hand side. Now, you can also create a business page. Some people call them fan pages, um, but 
um, Facebook call them business pages where you can put an opt-in form also to direct visitors to your offer or website as well. Again on that business page you need to provide a lot of relevant information and relevant value um, because Facebook is all about relevant experience for their users. But in general people are on Facebook to be social and to have a sense of community. So they are not sitting there with their wallets and purses out just waiting or hanging around to buy your stuff. It's not a transactional media. So be very wary of, you know, people that tell you otherwise or whatever pages, you know, saying that you can make your millions on Facebook. It's just a load of rubbish. But you can use Facebook and we're going to cover this later. You can actually use Facebook um, to advertise on as well. And that's where you can make money from Facebook. Yeah. So, but not really, not so much from the social side of it. So, so another, um, another place is Twitter. So Twitter, you can just tweet about your latest blog post with a link going back to your blog, or you can tweet about a video that you've just posted on YouTube. And really the, the key with Twitter is to provide lots of value rather than just selling. And then the people that are following you, they're going to get to learn, know, like, and trust you. Um, they're going to um, they're going to follow your links. They're going to go to your website, and they're eventually going to um, join your list and you know potentially buy off you if you're providing value all the time. So Facebook and Twitter are free to sign up for an account, obviously. And then there's other social media platforms out of out there, um, and the, which are also free. And the same rules apply as for Facebook and Twitter to other social media networks. Um, the predominant word about social media sites is the word social. So people don't want to be openly sold to. However, once you do build relationships with your followers by giving them helpful hints and information, you could, then could possibly try a soft sell, um, but with a link back to an offer on your website. The reason why we're mentioning it is that many people, many, many people get this wrong. And we have to be completely frank, we've made the exact same mistake ourselves. Because we saw so many people spamming their affiliate links around, particularly on Facebook, that we kind of thought, Oh, it must be okay to do it ourselves. So, this yes, is going back we, a while. <laughs> we, we were naive, um, completely naive. But the point we want to make is just because you see somebody doing something like that on Facebook, you know, like spamming the affiliate links around because someone else is doing it, doesn't mean to say it's right. Because when you do spam your links around, you lose the trust and the confidence of your audience. And once you have lost their trust, it's a very, very tricky um, thing to get it back again. And you don't want to have to mess all of that work up for the sake of one quick sale. And the last of the free methods that, or the free traffic methods we recommend is joint ventures. So um, there's lots of people that have very big lists of prospects and you can actually team up with those people and get them to send an email out to their list with your offer in it so it's um something that we've done ourselves before um but what you really need to make sure of is that list owner wants to be sure that your offer is relevant to their list um of prospects because that's their business um and they don't want to they don't want to jeopardize their list 
by sending rubbish out to their list. So um, your just little things like the title and wording of your email need to be compelling. Um, the list donor, they, they may do it for free, very, very unlikely. So this is kind of like a free paid method. One couple of things that they might do. First of all, they might charge you for doing it. Secondly, they might want to take a commission if you're selling an affiliate product. Um, and there's probably other ways that they could do. They could charge you as well, but it's pretty unlikely. <clears throat> pretty unlikely that it's going to be for free. So as I said, it's a pretty, it's a bit of a borderline um, between paid and unpaid. And there's lots of places that you can go to find them. First of all, you can just do a search in Google and see what some of the top blogs are, and see if those people are able to email for you but the the key thing is to have a, is to build a relationship so you wouldn't just go up to an, a list owner and say can you send me some um can you send this email out to my list because i've got a really to your to list because i've got a really good product i mean when we done a joint venture we literally spent what two months building up the relationship yeah but, but that relationship worked really well because when we did get uh, um an offer sent out um, to our to to their list, we literally just got a ton of traffic, um, and so it, it is a really good um, a really good strategy. It's probably fairly advanced if you're just starting out, but just the key thing is don't just um, don't just ask someone and expect them to mail for you. You really do need to build a relationship first of all as well. Um, so that's that's free traffic. Just the key thing to remember about. Um, free traffic apart from being consistent is that you need to put work and you always have to put a lot more time into free traffic um, most of the well, well all of the um, the methods that we showed you they all work but they only work if you put in a lot of work um, so it's, it's kind of like the trade-off you, you get you get more con more long-term consistent traffic but you've got to put the time in to do it and there are literally um, thousands of other free ways of getting people to visit your website. And as usual, all you need to do is go to um, Google and search for 101 ways to get free traffic. But then, of course, the um, resultant search, some you'll have to take with a grain of salt and some you'll need to read between the lines as well. So if you do decide to search Google for 101 free ways to get traffic, um, we, we do err on the side of caution. Yeah, because half of them aren't gonna work. <laughs> and also half of them might be um, affiliates punting their own products too, so bear that in mind. Yep. But the point that's so important that you ought to get, um, and we'll repeat it again, that Remember, if you want to be successful in attracting targeted traffic, you need to focus on only one method of traffic generation at a time. So maybe you could make that one free, one free method and one paid method, depending on your financial circumstances. So that leads us nicely on to the paid traffic strategies that we do today and that work today. But before we launch into the ways of getting instant traffic at a cost, because that's what paid means, um, we need to make three vital points first. Now the first vital point that you need to have a decent monthly budget of between 250 and 500 US dollars, we always talk in US dollars, um, which is necessary to achieve good results. The second vital point 
is that you must be prepared to test, test and test again. Um, you need to test everything because paid advertising is a numbers game and at the end of the day marketing is all about testing. The third vital point is that you ought to start small and gradually build up. And if there was supposed to be a vital point number four, then it would be to repeat vital point number two, which is test, test, and test again. Okay, so the first of the first of the strategies that we're going to look at is Google AdWords. And these are ads that appear at the top and on the right-hand side of a page when you go and do a search in Google. You've probably seen them many times and probably quite likely clicked on them. Um, when someone clicks on an ad, let's say it's your ad that's running, Google charges you as the advertiser every time someone clicks on your ad. So whether that visitor stays on your website and opts into your to your landing page or whether they buy something or not, you still get charged. And there's two ways that Google will charge, and this is the same for all, all um, search traffic. So first thing is when someone clicks on your ad, then you get charged, and that's called cost per click, or CPC, and you'll see this around a lot if you start researching into um, to paid traffic like Google. So that's when someone clicks on your ad, or you can choose that when your ad's displayed in front of somebody, whether they click on it or not, then you get charged per impression. You actually get charged per thousand impressions. Um, and that us usually works out more expensive than cost per click because even if no one takes any action on your ad like clicking it, you still get charged. But there is times when you would use um, cost per impression, but definitely not when you're starting out an ad. Um, now, Google ads were very popular with online marketers up until late 2010, but they really became quickly expensive, really competitive and restrictive for most people starting out. And we're talking about, you know, you could pay anything like, two to five dollars per click when someone clicks on your ad and that's no no guarantee that they'll even um, they'll even opt in however the reason why we are talking about google adwords is because you can still advertise on google for relatively cheaply and you can advertise using youtube which is what we do so you know those little annoying um ads that appear in front of videos when you when you've found a video on YouTube and it comes up with a little skip ad button and everybody says that they skip the ad all the time um, and how they hate them it's actually a really effective way of advertising because not everybody does skip the ads and if someone clicks on that video which which is your ad when someone clicks on that they'll go straight through to your landing page or your opt-in page and they, they can opt into your list that way so it is actually a really effective way um, won't go too much into YouTube, but there is free traffic on YouTube as well. But um, it's kind of free in inverted commas um, because you you have to pay sort of another way as well. But so that's one way of advertising on YouTube, and the other way is pretty similar to Google, um, is where your ads appear on the right hand side and where they appear above the search results as well. But both of those methods are very very effective, um, and that's you know, a lot cheaper than advertising on Google AdWords. And the second um, traffic strategy that we use is Bing. Now Bing is Microsoft's version of Google. Um, it doesn't get quite as much traffic as Google, but it's actually um, getting more and more traffic at, um, all the time. But it's roughly about 
depending on where you read it, it's between about 10 and 30% of the traffic that Google gets. So there's still a decent amount of traffic in there, and their platform works pretty well exactly the same as AdWords. So you place an ad um, when someone does a search, your ad will, will appear for whatever they've searched for, if that's the, the keyword that you decided to target. And then when someone clicks on your ad, then you get charged and hopefully they'll go and opt in on your website. Um, so, so there is plenty of traffic on Bing. There's not too many people advertising on it um, because not too many people know about it. But we find that that's a really effective um, paid traffic strategy as well. And then the third, um, the third third-party advertising platform that we advertise on is Facebook. Um, it's called Facebook Ads or Facebook Pay Per Click. And not too many appreciate that Facebook has two sides. There's the social side and there's the advertising side. And um, they go hand in hand. Obviously, Facebook's um, a public listed company and the advertising side is how they make their money. Um, so their business model is an advertising model. However, that said, um, the ads must be, they're absolutely passionate about ads and, and all the user experience being totally relevant. Um, so they're still, they would still forego ad revenue to make sure that the user experience for the Facebook users is relevant. Um, but there's still, we think um, Facebook ads are probably the easiest um, platform and easiest pay-per-click advertising to learn um, for people just starting out um, because they're cost-effective but also, um, Facebook has got um, awesome ways of targeting people. Like YouTube, there's 1.2 billion people there. So certainly, you know, there's got to be um, got to be where your target market is hanging out. And the targeting that Facebook offer is of a different form than what the search platforms offer that you can certainly use to your advantage as well. Um, Facebook, you can display your ads in different places on the right-hand side of the Facebook platform or in um, people's, what's called people's news feeds on the Facebook platform. So that's um, in the middle of, you know, there's posts that are coming up on where, someone's wall. Where all the action happens. Yeah. Or you can even advertise on mobile, um, mobile news feeds on Facebook so that it pops up on people's mobile phones only. Now, as I mentioned, the target, targeting capabilities within Facebook is actually very, very special. And you can target demographically on people's interests, their age, gender, where they live, you know, like so on. You can, you can um, target even to with one mile of a geographic location if you want. So like if you had a physical business, for example. And that's a very, very powerful way of getting traffic to your website. So the point to note though, as I said, Facebook want a relevant experience for their users and because of that, they have very strict rules on advertising and what's more, they're also at liberty to change them without, uh, without notice whatsoever. So invest wisely in a, Facebook, a reputable Facebook advertising course before you even spend your first advertising dollar with Facebook. Um, we say that because it's quite easy to get your Facebook account banned and it's a bit of an effort to try and get it back again um, once, it's, once it's gone. So to help you out, as we said, a reputable Facebook advertising course, 
we happen to have created one ourselves. It's called um, Naked FB Ads. So Naked, N-A-K-E-D, FB ads.com and the reason why we've called it that naked fb ads is that it is just it's the bare bones step-by-step -step training with no fluff so it's it's um all the information that you need to know to get started advertising on facebook within two hours without and any hidden secrets and any loopholes and things that you see in products these days totally that's totally and, stripped beer and um <laughs> Another um, sideline of that particular Facebook training is that to understand the targeting and how the targeting works, we have a free giveaway um, to help you work out what, how to target your perfect customer on Facebook. And that can be accessed at nakedfbads.com forward slash secrets. So nakedfbads.com forward slash secrets. And the final, um, the final traffic strategy that we're going to talk about, actually the second to last traffic strategy we're going to talk about is e-zine advertising. Now an e-zine is an online magazine and it's mailed out to subscribers. So the magazine has subscribers just like you have a list and they send those out to their, their um, subscribers or the publishers send it out to the subscribers on quite a regular basis. And some of these lists are absolutely huge, like they number in the tens of thousands, seven millions. Um, and there's a choice of three main types of ads that you can buy to appear in an issue of an easing. So there's little classified ads, and these go in order of effectiveness. So classified ads are going to be the least effective. Um, and they're just like classified ads that you see in a newspaper. So little four to six line ads, they appear in the classified section and they won't cost very much because you probably won't get too much attention from them. Then there's sponsor ads. These are slightly more expensive than classified ads. They're also going to be a bit longer as well, and they can appear in more valuable positions in the in the easing. So they could be at, at the top of the easing, the middle, or the bottom. The top one's going to be the most expensive, and the bottom one's going to be the least expensive, but they will cost a lot more than classified ads. And the third one is solo ads, which is emails that are sent out to the entire e-zine subscription list. They're going to be much more expensive, but they're also the sole focus of the email. So it's actually um, similar to getting a JV partner to send out for you, except this is like an, an actual focused email that you you can approach the e publisher and get them to send out for you. Um, again, they need to be very powerful if you've got a good, they, they can be very powerful if you've got a good subject um, and you're copywriting and everything, so you need to spend a bit of time writing what you're going to send out. Um, there is lots of, um, lots of sites around. We don't really recommend any of them. We did use a site a while ago and we haven't used it again recently. Um, but one word of advice is I wouldn't send them out, um, I wouldn't use easing advertising for the IM niche, for the internet marketing niche, just because there's so many um, people that have done it, the lists are all oversaturated, um, really you're just going to get rubbish traffic. So if you're in any other niche then it's probably going to be okay, but the internet marketing niche is or pretty Or the online well, marketing niche. Or the online marketing niche, it's pretty oversaturated. Mm. So the final paid method of advertising that we have done is um, by using list brokers. Now list brokers 
are well a, a broker so they're um, a go-between between big list owners and us advertisers um, there's huge commercial lists in um, you know by big list brokers in the US um, and we've tried it um, they they start you need to have very very deep pockets to, to use list brokers and to do what's known as media buys because they have a very very high starting price and what you do is you have a look at all the different component lists that the list broker can access um, and then you you pull out um, you know people that might be most relevant to you for example the one that we did is that we picked white collar workers um, who earned between uh, was a hundred and a hundred thousand dollars and had fifteen hundred thousand no, it was $100,000 and $150,000 ah, right. and had bought something online within the previous six months. So that's how you, you know, select, you know, s select the list. We selected or we bought um, an email to 20,000 records. So that's 20,000 people and um, sent it. And then the list broker sent out, made sure that the email was sent out to those records, to those people. We wrote the email. We had our links in it. And um, it's, it's probably fair to say that that wasn't hugely successful. It was a very expensive lesson for us. However, um, things like that you just need to learn from and try again and again and again. As I said, marketing is all about testing. And there is list brokers that do work. It's just that you, that's why we said you need to have deep pockets because you need yeah. to try out different ones before you're going to find one that works for you. So that wraps up the main paid traffic methods that are working today and that we use so just to recap those three vital points again when it comes to doing paid advertising or paid marketing you need to start with a decent monthly budget you need to start small and gradually build up and you need to test continually so if you've got the mindset oh I might just go in and try something um, we, we don't ha we don't allow that try T word in our vocabulary. We our T word is to test everything. So it's very very important that you have that mentality that you need to just be testing, 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 and tweaking and testing again.